Welcome to Ikoyi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Listen and be blessed. The source of honor. A major problem in the house of God is the scarcity of correct men and women that God could use to accomplish his divine purpose. This problem has been on even from Christ. You know, time, you remember Jesus raised the issue when he said the harvest is what? Plentiful, but how about the laborers? They are few. And we have seen that reality also in the course of this election. That the laborers, I mean the harvest is plentiful, but few workers. From 25 names, we are down to five this morning. And being privileged to see some of our brethren declining. Some of the de- reason for declining is just, I'm not available. How can the king of glory call me to an assignment? And I'm saying to him, I'm not what? I'm not available. So we have this challenge in the church. See how full everywhere is this morning. I'm sure if the Lord calls you also this morning, several of us will still tell him next time, sir. It shouldn't be so. So the church has this problem and it's also established even by research. They talk about the 80-20 principle that in every local church, only 20% are carrying the burden of the congregation. The remaining 80 just like to come and go. Sunday morning only Christian. Paraprint Christian. Once they receive Sunday morning, the next time you see them again is another Sunday. They are only interested in collecting from God, but they are not ready to be an agent room, he can manifest himself. It's my prayer that as we are doing new deacons today, the Lord will continue to walk in the life of this woman that he has chosen through his people. I don't know whether we are still going to have five or less than five at the end of the day. We'll soon get the result. Praise the Lord. What are the features? of the kind of vessel that God is looking for. And the first to consider is genuine repentance. Genuine what? Repentance. It's important to observe that most people in the church actually love to do God's work. But the sad thing, however, is that not all who love to do the work of God are fit to do that work. So the first requirement we see in that passage we read is the fact that anyone that confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. And that's talking about repentance. God will hardly take anything from the hand of a sinner. God will hardly take anything from the hand of who is sinner. 
Proverbs 15, 8 says that the sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to who? To God. Whether it's money, whether it's talent, whatever is coming with it is an abomination to God. The only thing that will qualify you to give God something acceptably is that first of all, you have given your life to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know we remember the story of Cain and Abel. Why was it that the offering of Cain was rejected? Many a times we used to say because of the kind of offering that he brought. But that's wrong. I want us to look at Genesis chapter 4. That Cain's offering was rejected not necessarily because of what he brought. His offering was rejected because of his life. My life comes before my offering. Praise the Lord. Can you say that to yourself? My life comes before my offering. Can you say one more time? My life comes before my offering. So if God is going to accept anything from you, first of all, your life must be correct. Praise the Lord. So let's read Genesis chapter 4 from verse 1 to 5. Adam lay with his wife Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, with the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept flocks, and Cain walked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. But Abel brought fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. Take note of the next sentence. The Lord looked with favor on who? On Abel and his offering. The Lord looked with favor on his offering and Abel. Is that what is there? The Lord looked with what? Favor on the giver of the offering before you talk about the offering. And you see the same thing when it comes to Cain. But on who? On Cain and his offering. He did not look with favor. So what brought problem to Cain was essentially his life. God will not accept anything from your hand until your life is correct. You can give him one billion naira. He doesn't move him. After all, he owns everything. So the first thing that we must say to if you're going to be vessels of honor in the hand of God, is to have repented genuinely. Give your life to Christ. And it says, 
all those who name the name of the Lord, they should depart from iniquity. So if God is going to use you and use you mightily, your life must be correct. Hallelujah. Let me tell your neighbor again, your life before your offering. Tell him again, your life before your offering. So the quality of your life will determine the quality and acceptability of your offering. For God to take anything from your hand, your life must be correct in his sight. The second principle is that of durability. Durability. Verse 20. In a large house, there are articles not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some are for noble purposes and some for ignoble purpose. My father's house is a large house. My father's house is a great house. And my father's house is so large that it can accommodate all kinds of people. And in every local church, you have these four represented. The gold, the silver, the clay, and the wood. And you can belong to only one of these. Can you help me ask your neighbor, where do you belong? Get an answer from your neighbor. What did your neighbor tell you? Ask him, are you sure? Praise the Lord. Can you see that verse 20? That in every church, every local church, you have some vessels called the golden vessels, the silver, the wood, and the clay. The last two have to do with the unregenerate. It has to do with Christians who are still materialistic. They are not broken. Even though they claim to have given their lives to Christ, they are still far, far, far away from the matter of consecration. Unfortunately, every of God's work is God's size, large. And you need capacity and capability to be able to carry it. In other words, God must have worked on you. God must have done a lot in discipleship over your life for you to have been able to produce this quality of durability. Every of God's work is God's size. In other words, not just anyone can bear the burden of God's work, but those that God are divinely prepared for it. This refers to those who have gone through the crucible of discipleship and have had their capacity and capability enlarged. It is only such durable vessels that can bear the burden in God's work and will not be easily crushed by it. God is looking for vessels of gold and silver and not wood and claim. This was also the difference between Stephen and Philip on one hand 
and the other five deacons chosen in Acts chapter 6. While Stephen and Philip were durable versus outstanding deacons, the other five, we never hear anything about it again from the day of their election. They went into oblivion. It's my prayer this morning that this set that we are ordaining, they will all be outstanding deaconesses in Jesus' name. You know, unfortunately, one of those deacons elected in Acts chapter 6 actually doubled into heresy. He went into error. And when you read the book of Revelation chapter 2, you see his account there. No, the Bible was saying, and I know that you have not tolerated the Nicolaitans. Can you give us Revelation 2, 6? But you add this in your favor. You ate the practices of who? The Nicolaitans, which I also ate. Verse 14 and 15. Give us verse 14 and 15. Can we read together? Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. There are some among you who owe to the teaching of Balaam, who taught Balak to entice the Israelites to sin so that they ate food, sacrificed to idols, and committed sexual immorality. 15. Likewise, you also who owe to the teaching of Nicholas was one of the deacons elected in chapter 6. But by the time we are reading his account in Revelation, he has doubled into hero. I pray none of these five will double into hero. But rather God will place his hand on them and make them outstanding in Jesus' name. The top principle is the principle of consecration. This is another challenge in the lives of people in the work of God. Many of us want to serve God but are not ready to cleanse ourselves of the impurities in our lives. Consecration is a critical requirement to be an effective tool in the hand of God. We should therefore daily consecrate ourselves to the Lord so that he can use us for his own glory. Sin must not have a place in our mortal bodies. In the verse 21 of our passage, can we look at it closely? If a man cleanses himself from the latter, he will be an instrument for noble purposes made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do what? Any good work. There are people in the house of God that there's no assignment that God cannot commit into their hand. Anywhere you put them, they will perform, they will deliver. Why? Consecration. And I see in the passage that is before us that the consecration that God is demanding from us here is not what God will do for you or for me. I will have to do it by myself. Look at it again. It says, if a man cleanses himself, 
There's a consecration that God will do for you. And there's another consecration that you will have to do for yourself. What are the things in my life that will not allow God to use me? I should drop them. There should be nothing in my life that will drive God away. Sometimes some of these things are not sinful. But they take our time from God. I used to like soccer. I used to play football. And um, used to play even professional football. Suddenly I gave my life to Christ and I got to the campus. I was made an officer in the fellowship. And the time to go to play soccer in the football field was clashing with choir practice. So I have to cleanse myself of soccer so that I can have time for what? For the work of God. Sometimes some of the things God wants you to drop, they are not sinful in nature, but they are disturbing you from fully following the Lord. I encourage you this morning, follow the path of consecration and the Lord will use you mightily in Jesus' name. When it comes to the issue of consecration, even our Lord, Savior Jesus was not exempted. Let's look at John chapter 17. John chapter 17. Let's see what Jesus himself said in John chapter 17. Verse 17. We are reading to verse 19. Can we all read together? Sanctify them by thy truth. Your word is truth. Verse 18. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. The last verse, verse 19. For them, I did what? Sanctify myself. That they too may be truly sanctified. To be a vessel of honor in the hand of God, you must be sanctified. And I pray that the Lord will help you to pay the price of consecration in Jesus' name. This is the secret behind the success of men like Abraham, Moses, Joshua, Isaiah, Ezekiel, Mary, Jesus, Paul, Peter. On the other hand, is the secret behind the failure of men like Cain, who will not sanctify himself, like Samson. Even though the anointing was flowing, he still had problem with women. King Saul lost it also because he failed the test of consecration. Hallelujah. The last point we want to look at is still in that verse 21b. And that has to do with being divinely made. The man God uses is not a self-made man. I'm sure you have heard some people say, I'm a self-made man. God does not use self-made people. He used people that he himself has sat over and he has made them. Jesus said, he said, come follow me and I will do what? I will make you fishers of men. That's discipleship. 
The man God uses is not a self-made man. It's a man that has been delivered from Mr. Flesh. It's one that has been divinely incubated. It's such that has been refined in God's fire. No one of this kind of vessel is described as holy, useful, and prepared to do any good work. May the Lord saturate Equate Baptist Church with this kind of verses. May kingdom laborers no longer be few in IBC and the body of Christ at large. There's no doubt that God is looking for verses that he can use to advance his kingdom on earth. God will not, however, use any vessel that does not meet his requirement. It therefore behoves all of us that wants to be used by God to repent of every wickedness, decide to be a vessel of gold, engage in personal consecration, and allow God to sit on our lives. May the Lord be glorified in your life in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. What type of vessel do you want to be? What type of vessel do you want to be? Let me ask again. Vessel of gold. Vessel of honor. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are you also ready for the prize? Are you ready for the prize? To be a vessel of gold. I'm sure quite a number of us are having gold ring in your hand. That's the finished product, isn't it? But in its raw form, was it attractive? What are the processes that you have to pass it through? Fire. So, are you still ready to pass through fire? Shall we buy heads to pray? We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible-believing church located at 5-7 to Latif Jackandu. Of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook as Ikoi Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 0163-20485 and 0163-20486. For more information, please visit the church website at www.ikoibaptistchurch.org.com.